0: Hello, and welcome to the First Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. We're glad you joined us this week. First Lutheran Church lives by the mission statement. Called by the Spirit, we serve Christ, sharing God's love with all.
1: And we are glad to share this good news with you this week.
0: We are able for our gospel acclamation. Back with the bulletins uh, were pictures of the Last Supper by Leonardo Da Vinci. And I have that very same picture or painting up here for you all. But if you have um, that copy, I invite you to to take it out. On the other side are the scriptures we just read. So you can take that home as well and reflect over them. Our three readings tonight were selected because um, of our theme, this Lent. The first reading from Exodus is a command of um, artisans to share their gifts and talents for the adornment of the temple. The second reading speaks about the Spirit giving witness and word to us in our faith, which we trust in the Spirit to guide us in our reflections and understanding. And then the third reading from the Gospel of Matthew speaks about the scene from this, um, from this painting that Leonardo da Vinci painted in the late 1400s. Right after, he says, one of you will betray me. So we'll look a little bit more closely at that in a little bit. One of my favorite lines from Shakespeare is the very first one from Twelfth Night. If music be the food of love, play on. I love that poetry. And it's uh, very meaningful to me because it reminds me that art, whether it's musical or visual, uh, paintings or sculptures or, or dance, poems, or nature, a blooming flower, or a wilting flower. Each of these images or pieces of art can evoke emotion, good or bad, but emotion. A few years ago, I attended a a conference about Christian art, and I was amazed at some of the very provocative images that have been um, created over the last millennia about Christ and the Mother Mary. Um, some of them were rather offensive. Um, some of them were very comforting, but it was amazing to me the diversity of witness that these artists shared and in, in the different pieces that they created. And that reminds us all what I'm hoping that I'll get across this Lent that you may already appreciate and understand is that art for Christians is a type of evangelism. It's a type of sharing our faith. Many of you may have homes filled with art. Some of it may be Christian. I would love for you to share those. Um, Speaking of which, someone brought in today, this evening, an 80-year-old embroidery of this very scene, uh, a depiction of da Vinci's Last Supper, 80 years old. In our um, hallway down by the sewing room, there is a, a quilt of this same, uh, the same story, but obviously a reflection of da Vinci's interpretation of that of that meal. And each week during the season of Lent, each Thursday night, I'll be bringing in and sharing with you all another artist's interpretation and witness and evangelism and, uh, and faith expression of this, this meal that Jesus shared with the disciples. And so I invite you now to look at the picture. And we'll be doing this each week and I have my watch, we are going to take a minute to reflect on this famous piece of artwork. And in a, after that minute, any who would like to, I invite you to share your impressions, the things that are interesting to you, the parts of the artwork or the colors that are um, powerful or telling to you. So, we're going to take a minute and I just invite you to reflect on this witness of Da Vinci. So, one minute starts now. upon deeper reflection in this holy space I invite any of you who would like to share what did you see? maybe something new what did you feel? what parts spoke to you? yes Bob?
1: well I really have noticed this before but there seems to be four groups of three
0: four groups of three Interesting observation. Yes, yeah, Scott. I get OK, Scott said, it's interesting to include their feet. Why would the artist include their feet? And then, what is Jesus doing with his right, or the pink arm? Right? Those are very interesting. Yeah. Yes, Robert?
1: not an exactly true life scene because the characters all over Europe like they're European lights.
0: Okay, reflective and, of the artist's time and yeah, demographics. Is, yes.
1: <laughs> and so the artist is like seeing himself or his friends in the painting, if you will, so it's incarnational. And right in the center, the way Jesus is well, that pen comes down reminds me of the Catholic iconography of the sacred heart of Jesus. And it's right in the center of the of the photograph or the pen, painting And then I noticed that one disciple on the left, the first one, looks very, very, either very young or very Okay,
0: uh Robert said um, that each of the characters reflect the um, background, history, demographic of the artist, um, and that they're European descent, that Jesus is wearing a pendant that re- reminded you of uh, iconography of the Catholic and Orthodox churches um, and their sacred heart, is that right? And then the features of this person to Jesus' is right. Yes, John?
1: Well, obviously the, the one who run next to Jesus that's the one that Anne Brown said to her neck. Uh, yes. In the division cut. But the, the second one from the air and in red. Right. He seems to have, it looks like he has an unnatural, this one? long yes, long arm that ends up like yes, the there, crunch, there,
0: there have been s- questions about this person. Whose arm is that? Whose that arm is, is that? that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is yeah. <laughs> so what, what was, what, what Leonardo was doing?
0: What are some other thoughts or feelings? Yes, Stephen.
1: I find the hands to be at least as expressive as the faces. Hands and
0: very yes, very um, familiar with. Da Vinci, the, the, yes, the hands are very expressive, like the faces. Jeff, oh, Lowell. they kind of
1: like uh, the size of the like it goes on Yes, hmm Forever, mm-hmm. and I wonder Da Vinci's time, he also painted in the Vatican.
0: I don't know if he painted in the Vatican. Um like Yeah, but uh, what you said there first is the, 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 um, the dimensions the there, the uh, going on forever, the, yeah.
1: It's the knots in the corners
0: of the tablecloth. I've not heard that. That's interesting. Huh. Something about that. Okay. <coughs> That's really it. I'll have to look. I've not seen that in my study. Yes.
1: Well, and, and I'm wondering, you know, mentioned the dimensions of the room, the tapestries on the walls. I mean, this is like the 15th century. This is
0: not. Right. It's definitely reflective of the time um, I think I may have put it on the picture that I gave to you all. The dimensions of this, it's a painting, not a fresco, but it was painted on the wall of a, of a monastery in Milan, and it's 19 feet? 15 by 29. It's, it's huge, and it covers, it's, I think, in the dining room. What's, when Scott mentioned the feet, they renovated it and put a door right here, so Jesus' feet are no longer visible at the monastery. Yes, Robert? It seems
1: like they're rather high up because you're overlooking the valley.
0: Like an upper room, yes. Yes, Scott? Okay, so let's talk about some of the characters, because um, we can see the pandemonium. Jesus has just said, one of you is going to betray me. And everyone is is riled up now, aside from Jesus. So, I did not bring a list of each of the disciples listed, but I am going to point out a few. And you may be able to see it more clearly. This is a little pixelated, but in the picture that I gave you. See, there's this person here is the third face, but the second seated to the right of Jesus. That's Judas. And it is said that Da Vinci went into the prisons to um, get the image and the face, the expression of someone who was a criminal. And so, not a legend but that's pretty well understood that this is um, has characteristics of a criminal of that time in front of him um, is a spilled pot of salt as well and clinging into his right hand is a the silver coins we see here this is peter he's holding a knife and um, that is reflective of Peter cutting the ear off of the soldier um, and defending Jesus before his death. And then here is someone with their finger pointed up. Would anyone like to guess who's pointing their finger? Someone who doubted and who said, unless I touch the wounds in his side, And there's um, been plenty of other discussion about the food present or the food that is not there. The common question of where is the cup? Well, the cup is right here. I appreciate um, this incredible witness of a person who wasn't necessarily incredibly religious. Um, But it's still been such an iconic part of the Christian world and how we can picture this pivotal moment in the life of Jesus. And so I, I invite you all to continue to reflect on this image, but even more so the story taking place, which is in that third scripture included on the other side. So this next week, I invite you all to do that, to read through that, that story, that moment that was filled with every kind of emotion. And uh, we'll enjoy having new inspirations next week. Thank you to everybody who shared your thoughts. They were. I'm going to go figure out what the knots are about, Richard. That's pretty neat. Okay. Well, let us pray. Gracious and loving God, you inspire us in countless ways, in unique, diverse ways. You do so with the spirit that dwells in each of us. Bless us in our Lenten journey, in our faith journey, that we look for you everywhere that we seek you and that when we do we find you these things we pray in your most holy and precious name amen thanks for listening to our podcast we pray that these words and message inspired you in your faith journey as you grow with god we would love to see you at worship either online via facebook live or in person at 1234 Southwest Fairlawn Road at 5 p.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sundays. God loves you, and so do we.